0: It's the Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. Here's Rob Carney.
1: Welcome to the Friday, August 6 2021 edition of the Heartland at Noon, brought to you by Heritage Insurance and Purpose Financial, working together to serve you better. Coming up today, reaction to the Provincial Ombudsman's report on the COVID-19 outbreak that took 39 lives at the Extended Care Parkside facility in Regina Longtime local reporter Corey Atkinson was working with us here at the radio station at the time. His mother was one of the 39 who died. The provincial ombudsman's report was released yesterday. Our provincial government has taken action. And today we get reaction from Corey on the Heartland at Noon. We'll present our latest partner profile on a local business that's been operating at the same location in Moose Jaw since 1947. Constable Automotive is now owned and operated by the third generation of the Constable family. Scott, we'll visit with him today. Looking forward to Ryder football at Mosaic Stadium tonight and live music at Bobby's Place Old World Tavern this weekend in Moose Jaw. We'll share those stories. Fifteen weeks of winning continues on CHAB, and we've got highlights from our weekly grand prize giveaway this morning where a loyal longtime CHAB listener cashed in stories or more coming up on the heartland at noon today you're listening to 800
0: chab moose jaw a golden west radio station discover moose jaw news for 18-wheeler truck wash open seven days a week let the crew give your semi rv trailer or farm equipment the best wash in moose jaw 620
2: north service road good afternoon i'm daniel mcelroy Saskatchewan's ombudsman has just released a report detailing what led to the devastating outbreak of COVID-19 at Parkside Extendicare in Regina. Last December, 198 residents and 133 staff at the care home were infected with the virus and 39 died. Local Jawian Corey Atkinson lost his mother during the outbreak.
3: It's difficult to lose a parent in a pandemic where, you know, they were kind of laying helplessly as things transpired around them to cause them to, to have you know, a painful end to their life. It's a lot to have to deal with at once and I wouldn't want anybody else to have to deal with this.
2: The report shows that Parkside was severely overcrowded, masking policies were ignored and management failed to provide enough staff to care for residents. You can read the full story on discovermooshjaw.com. Two more people died after contracting COVID-19 yesterday as 56 new cases and 48 recoveries increased Saskatchewan's active case count to 503. 53 people are in the hospital with 11 in intensive care. A pop-up COVID-19 vaccine clinic will be open at the homegrown farmers market tomorrow on Langdon Crescent. The clinic will be open from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. and is offering both Pfizer and Moderna. The Jaw Lake Centre Lanigan NDP committee held a nomination meeting yesterday where Talon Regent and Aaron Heidelbaugh were officially named candidates for the nomination. Regent says he wants to advocate for pharmacare, among other issues. Let's set aside
0: the fact that universal pharmacare is a wiser economic choice than our current hodgepodge of insurance and personal payments. Let's set that aside for a, for a second and ask, do we as Canadians believe that it's okay for people to die simply because they're poor and unlucky.
2: Voting for NDP members closes at 7pm tonight and the winner is expected to be named over the weekend. As for the Conservative Party, voting for members opens this weekend and the results should be known by Sunday evening. The nomination is between Catherine Pollock, Fraser Tomey and Brad Trost. And frozen mango products are being recalled in Saskatchewan due to a potential risk of contracting hepatitis A. There are currently no known cases of hepatitis A in the province linked to frozen mangoes, but two cases have been reported in Quebec and one case has been reported in Nova Scotia. Anyone who has consumed any of these products within the past 14 days should contact their local public health office, and if you begin showing symptoms of hepatitis A, call 811 immediately. To see a full list of the products being recalled, head to discovermoosejaw.com. A new complaint of fraud has been reported by the Saskatchewan RCMP and Livestock Services Saskatchewan. Several producers in the province have become victims while attempting to purchase hay, a crop that is in very short supply this year. Ads placed on social media and other buy and sell platforms have been posted by fraudsters who are requesting immediate payment prior to the buyer seeing the hay or being in position to take delivery. Several producers then sent funds and learned the seller was a scammer and did not have the hay. If you have any information on these scams, have been a victim of one, or know of someone who has, you are asked to call your local RCMP. Overall, it's been a challenging year for farmers and ranchers as they deal with the ongoing drought. Here's Agriculture Minister David Merritt.
4: I mean, I've talked to farmers in you know, my constituency that already have had their crop written off and they've had it adjusted and it was in that you know that four or five bush of the acre range some was you know six and seven and things like that and uh, and i know guys that are cutting you know lentils now that are running four or five bush of the acre so uh you know there's it's uh it's a bad road i mean the programs are in place and uh but the the issue we're you know obviously we're really trying to deal with is trying to find feed for livestock
2: Merritt says a number of crop producers have worked with the new low-yield appraisal threshold values they put in place under crop insurance. And finally, volunteers are needed for several boards and committees within the city of Mooshjaw. One of those boards is the Youth Advisory Committee, which is comprised of local high school students who offer their unique input on how the city could better represent Mooshjaw's youth. Mayor Fraser tolmey says it's one of the committees he really enjoys working with.
5: They're great kids. You know, every year they come through the system and, uh, and you know, a lot of them stay in touch and you, you get to see where they go, you know, university. You know, I've been mayor for now almost six years here and you get to see these kids that have graduated and gone to university and getting full-time jobs and how their lives progress. So it's kind of nice.
2: More information about boards and committees can be found on the city's website. Do you have a story to share? Click submit news at discovermooshjaw.com. And now your Golden West Radio Money Scope with Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is up 125 points. The Dow Jones is up 155 points. The Nasdaq is down 75 points. And the Canadian dollar is down to 79.61 cents. U.S.
6: Players ran down the field to mob Julia Grosso and goalkeeper Stephanie LeBay as the Canadian women's soccer team won Olympic gold on penalty kicks. Canada beat Sweden 3-2 after the team's finished regulation and extra time tied at one. After each team scored on two of five tries from the penalty spot, LeBay stopped Jonna Anderson's attempt to set the stage for Grosso who delivered the game-winning kick. The economy adding 94,000 jobs in July in Statistics Canada reports the bulk of the gains came in Ontario and in the service sector. The unemployment rate fell to its lowest level since March of this year, dipping from 7.8% in June to 7.5%. Last month's gains were also largely in full-time work, which rose by 83,000. Canada's Mark Garneau and other G7 foreign ministers have issued a joint statement condemning the attack on an oil tanker in the Arabian Sea. The ministers say the evidence indicates Iran was behind the July 29th attack that killed two crew members of the HV Mercer Street off the coast of Oman. They called the Deliberate and Targeted Act a clear violation of international law. The 325 square kilometer White Rock Lake wildfire burning about 40 kilometers southeast of Kamloops moved 18 kilometers in just eight hours. Officials say the fire has devastated the southern interior community of Mont Lake and raced through the nearby Paxton Valley. The city of Kamloops also put residents in several southeastern neighborhoods on evacuation alert. I'm Stephen Wilson. Now, discover Moose Jaw Sports.
1: Thousands of football fans are on the highway this hour heading to Regina from across the province and across the prairies to see their, our Saskatchewan Rough Riders in action for the first time since 2019. The Riders opening up the new season at Mosaic Stadium tonight against the BC Lions. Game time is 7.30. The defending Grey Cup champion Winnipeg Blue Bombers look good last night in a 19-6 win over Hamilton Tiger Cats. Zach Caleros connected on 18 of 28 passes for 217 yards and two touchdowns. Tomorrow, it's Toronto and Calgary to play the Stampeders with Edmonton hosting Ottawa in the late game. It'll be a busy weekend for local ball teams. The U15 AAA Canucks are in Saskatoon for the Evan Thomas Memorial Tournament. They opened the tourney today against the Weyburn Beavers and Regina White Sox. The 14 UA Ice competing in the South Provincials in Regina, starting with games uh, against the Regina Lasers and Lumsden Cubs today. And it was a successful season for the U16A Ice Girls fastball team. They finished second in the Regina Minor Softball League with a record of 6-8-2 and during the regular season and got to the finals where they lost to the Lumsden Cubs. And... Uh, the Canadian women's soccer team is celebrating an Olympic title at the Tokyo Games today. Canada defeating Sweden 3-2 on penalty kicks to win the gold medal after the team's finished the uh, extra time tied at one.
4: Julia Gosso from Vancouver to win it for Canada.
1: Oh, yeah, it was exciting. Julia Grosso scoring the winner to end it. The first ever Olympic title for the Canadian women's soccer team. Uh, the girls won bronze in 2012 at the London Games and bronze again at the 2016 Olympics in Rio.
0: Now, your Discover Moose Jaw weather.
1: Special air quality statement has been issued again. Another smoky day due to all the forest fires. So cloudy, um, increasing cloud, uh, with a risk of a thunderstorm, and smoky today. Wind out of the south at about 30. The high today, 28. Tonight, partly cloudy. Risk of a thunderstorm this evening, uh, low 15. So if you're heading into the rider game, you might want to take a raincoat. A mix of sun and cloud tomorrow. Again, a risk of a thunderstorm in the afternoon. Smoky again. The high tomorrow, 30 degrees. Sunday, mix of sun and cloud, a 30% chance of a shower, the high 26. 60% chance of showers overnight into Sunday, uh, overnight Sunday, into Monday, that is. And then Monday, cloudy with scattered showers and a high of 23. Tuesday, mix of sun and cloud, 27. Yesterday's high, 29. Normal high at this time, 27. Normal low, 11. Record high, 42 degrees in 1949, with a record low of 6 degrees, set in 2009. Sun up at 5.38, and the sun goes down at 8.38. This hour, Moose Jaw 30, Regina 26, Asinaboya Gravelberg 27, Rockland Cornack 27, Swift Current 27, Elbow 28, Davidson Watrous 27. Once again, cinnaboy at 27, Regina at 26. And with the wind out of the south at 24, gusting up to 35. And the relative humidity at 31%. It is 30 degrees in Moose Jaw.
0: From World Weather Incorporated, here's 800 CHAB Agriculture Weather Specialist, Drew Lerner.
7: Scattered showers in an unsettled weather pattern will continue across portions of Saskatchewan as we move forward through this weekend, and then some drier and warmer weather will eventually be back with us next week. I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner for the Golden West Radio Network. Showers will be in our forecast through the weekend and into the first half of next week as the atmosphere stays unstable, and it looks like there's a chance for some precipitation to impact the region periodically enough to help to at least reduce the stress on some of the late season crops. It will also be disruptive to farming activity across parts of the region at times as well. None of the rain is expected to be heavy enough to seriously change the overall bottom line for any part of the region, but there will still be some moisture in the forecast on a routine basis. Everybody will get a chance for at least some precipitation. The first round of it is likely to occur a little later today. We've had some showers overnight. The precipitation will resume again this afternoon, continue off and on into the day tomorrow. It really looks like most of the precipitation that's well organized will take place tonight into Saturday, and at that time we will see, oh, maybe about 40% coverage across the region. The rain will be least likely in the southwest corner of the region and most likely in the northeast, and we'll look for the uh, majority of the precipitation totals in this first 24-hour period, running from trace amounts upwards to 4 or 5 millimeters. There is potential for something a little bit heavier in a small part of central sections of the province, maybe not too far from the northeast part of Lake Diefenbaker and extending down towards the Regina and Moose Jaw areas. Well, after this first round of precipitation passes on, we will have additional chances for rain as we go into Sunday. We expect to see the precipitation concentrate across the northern part of the province, and then from Monday into Tuesday, we'll have a good chance for showers occurring over a larger portion of the region once again. Overall, by the time we get to Wednesday morning of next week, we will have seen rain in many areas and the total amounts of precipitation from 3 to around 8 or 9 millimeters in general with some local totals in the 10 to 15 millimeter range. There's always a chance for a strong thunderstorm in a few RM districts, but it's just not going to be widespread. Our temperature bias will continue to run mostly in the 20s and uh, some lower 30s as we go forward through the forecast period. We will run into some cooler weather during the middle to latter part of next week when highs will be mostly in the 20s. Low temperatures most nights are expected to still be in the teens until late next week when a few upper single digits will be possible. For the Golden West Radio Network, I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner.
2: More hay consumed, less hay wasted. The all-new Highline Bale Pro Series. Built to outperform and
0: last. Introducing the BP-660 Bail Pro with a dual feed roller processing chamber and with many enhancements like the new discharge door and a new fork length. This
2: machine does not disappoint. Enhance your cattle production success with the Highline BP-660 Bail Pro. See your local Young's Equipment Dealer today or visit HighlineMFG.com.
0: Moose Jaw Co-op is your one-stop summer shop. Whether you're hiding away in your backyard oasis, planning a family picnic in the park, or heading off to the lake, they have everything you need to make a good time an amazing time. Buns, meat, cool, refreshing beverages from their in-house liquor store, and so much more. Oh wait, did you know that with every purchase, you earn equity and cash-back membership benefits? Be a part of something bigger and become a co-op member today. Come on in and get your summer
4: going with a visit to your Moose Jaw Co-op. This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB.
1: The Road Report for Tip Top Roofing, serving Moose Jaw for over 30 years. Call Tip Top Roofing today for your free estimate and 10% off. 631 5975. Street was under construction yesterday. I'm assuming that continues today. Sask Energy with what appears to be a major project over there. So uh, it's two lane traffic, but you got to go slow. It's pretty tight in amongst the pylons. And access to uh, businesses north of Lillouette Street, like the South Hill Bowling Center and the Eagles Club, Urban Cellars. You got to go down Home Street to get there, but you can get there. Remember, it's Friday. There'll be lots of traffic on the highways going to and from the lakes, and lots of traffic in and out of Regina for what is expected to be a sold-out show tonight with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders hosting the B.C. Lions. Take extra care out there this weekend, my friends. Now today's Paul Martin commentary.
4: We're still trying to figure out what shape the new normal of office life will take once all the COVID stuff is over. Will we ever go back to the office, or will we flock back to the office? Well, those remain unanswered questions, we are starting to get a feel for some of the factors that drive the latest iteration of the work-from-home system, we have a national survey that looks at the second quarter of this year, and it turns out that those in higher-paying jobs, especially in finance, insurance, and the public sector, are the most likely to be allowed to work from home. That's why Ottawa ranked number one among the cities for number of people eligible to work from home and those who actually did. Basically, half the workforce fired up their home computers to telecommute in the nation's capital. Here in Saskatchewan, the Regina region topped the list at 22% working from home. That's less than half of the Ottawa rate. Saskatoon was only a smidge behind, while Yorkton, Prince Albert and Moose Jaw saw 14% of the workforce operating from home. I'm Paul Martin.
8: Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. The best way to start your weekend is at Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Every Saturday on Langdon Crescent from 8 to 1. Rain or shine, bring your family to Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Toonie Tuesdays are back at the Hillcrest Golf Club in Moose Jaw. Play for just $2 a hole for 18 holes, and that includes a power cart. That's just $36 for a round of golf. Tuny Tuesdays, every Tuesday after 2. Call the Hillcrest today to book your time. 693-1921. Come to Church in the Park with Church of God Moose Jaw. On August 22nd, everyone is invited to the Crescent Park Amphitheater for one morning service at 10. Enjoy lively music, an inspiring message, and activities for the kids. Food trucks will also be on site. For more info, visit mjcog.com.
1: Parish and Heinbecker Moose Jaw. Focused on the value, delivery options, and payment terms that fit your operation.
9: This is Aidan McBride, customer service rep for Moose Parish and Heinbecker. Let's discuss the fertilizer market, chemical supply market for the rest of this year, and what next year might look like to make sure your operation is covered. So give me a call to discuss any of your needs or concerns at
6: 306-693-2977. Count on experience. Count on expertise. Count
0: on Parish and Heimbecker. Moving tradition forward.
1: This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon
8: on 800-CHAB.
1: Mr. Rustin on Ask the Expert later this afternoon. And uh, we're talking about wills, specifically executors. Uh, And uh, he'll point out that only about half of Canadians have wills in place. Uh, and that's one of the things that uh, if you're a new customer at Purpose Financial, that's one of the first things that comes up. Make sure you get a will in place. Now, he doesn't do wills at Purpose Financial. You, you do need to uh, go through the proper channels for that. But so, so important to have a plan in place, have your will in place, and have the conversation with your friend or your family member who you want to handle your affairs when you die, the executor. Uh, so more coming up on 800-CHAB's Ask the Expert later this afternoon. Man, this is turning out to be a lot of fun, and I was so happy that a CHAB listener won the big prize today on 15 Weeks of Winning. 15 weeks, 15 prizes, and a ton of fun along the way. You listen all summer long, and you can enter online at discovermoosejaw.com as well to win some wonderful weekly bonus prizes. 15 Weeks of Winning. It's all been brought to you by Bugsy's Irish Pub, Deer Valley Golf, Devo's Car Wash, Cattle Country, Beef, Iron Style House, Fishes, Farm and Save, Cranberry, Collective Boutique, and many more, including the Hub Meat Market. They once again delivered the grand prize, the grand weekly prize, which we give away every Friday, a $600 shopping spree at Hub Meat Market in Moose Jaw. And uh, as I said, I was so happy this morning when we got together to make the draw. It was longtime, loyal CHAB listener, Sherry Hartness, who was the winner this morning, Hello. Sherry Hartness? Yes, it is. Rob Carney, C-H-A-B Moosejaw. Oh, my God. Really? You're a winner.
10: Oh, that is just so awesome. I never win anything big.
1: Little <laughs> piddly things. This is, oh, you just made my day, boy. Oh, I'm happy for you, Sherry. I know you're a longtime loyal listener, and I know you got entered to win on 15 Weeks of Winning earlier this week on CHAB. We just got together with the folks from Mix 103 and Country 100 and made the draw, and there's your name, Sherry Hartness Verwood, Saskatchewan, grand prize winner on the 15 Weeks of Winning contest this week, $600. It's a shopping spree for you at Hub Meat Market in Moose Jaw.
10: Oh, that is just, oh, so awesome. Just so awesome. That's all I can say.
1: (laughs) I'm really happy. Awesome. Thank you. Congratulations, Sherry. Thank you. 15 Weeks of Winning. It's all back tomorrow right here on, not tomorrow, hang on a minute, Monday. I'm taking the weekend off. It's all back on Monday morning. Your next chance to qualify and be a winner on 15 Weeks of Winning on 800-CHAB. Speaking of the weekend, starting on Sunday, the Saskatchewan Health Authority will be suspending all drive-through COVID-19 vaccine clinics, as well as significantly significantly cutting back on the booked appointments. So instead, pop-up and walk-in clinics will be appearing at community programs and workplaces, shopping centers, sporting events, and the like. Here in Moose Jaw, the effort has already begun. A pop-up clinic offering both Pfizer and Moderna will be open tomorrow at the Homegrown Farmers Market on Landing Crescent. From 9 till noon tomorrow, visitors at the Farmers Market will be able to get either their first or second doses of COVID-19 vaccine. And on Monday at the SLGA Station Center Liquor Store downtown, that clinic will be open from 1030 till 5 and will be offering Moderna again for first or second doses. As of yesterday, there are 56 new confirmed cases of COVID-19, including two more here in South Central. And uh, you can assume uh, many of those cases are in people that did not get vaccinated. If they are in people who are vaccinated, uh, the, um, the outcomes are, are not as severe. We've already found that. Still 503 active cases across the province as of today. This was uh, absolutely awful, and uh, we had a front-row seat here at CHAB while it was happening, and it was heart-wrenching. It was a COVID-19 outbreak at the Extendicare Parkside facility in Regina. This week, Saskatchewan Ombudsman Mary McFadden presented her report on the matter, concluding the uh, the people at the facility were uh, unprepared for the outbreak that left 39 residents dead. Ombudsman McFadden, presenting her report on the outbreak in the legislature yesterday, 194 out of 198 residents got COVID-19, and 39 died. Three others who contracted COVID died of other causes. 132 Parkside staff also got COVID-19, and we saw the impact it had on family of those in the home. Longtime local reporter Corey Atkinson was working with us at the time. Some of us witnessed the stress and the worry and the desperation and the heartache when Corrie's mother fell ill and died. Corey, agreeing to talk with our Daniel McElroy.
2: Corey Atkinson is a local Moushjavian whose mother was one of the 39 residents at Extendicare Parkside in Regina that succumbed to COVID-19 during one of Saskatchewan's worst outbreaks throughout the pandemic. The provincial ombudsman has just released her final report on the investigation into the tragedy, uh, displaying details of Parkside's management and pandemic response that some are calling damning. Corey, thanks for taking the time to be willing to chat with us today.
3: Yeah, thank you, Daniel.
2: So, Corey... For how long had your mother been living at Extended Care Parkside?
3: Uh, Well, she had been there at least uh, on one occasion, uh, at least a couple of occasions, actually. She'd been there uh, for, I guess, the last, most of the last uh, eight to ten months of her life. And before that, she had been there for a little while before that. But uh, uh, yeah, she had been a resident there basically close to the start of the pandemic. And then, uh, you know, things happened as they did.
2: So, how did you feel about her treatment during those those times? Were you aware of of some of the concerns that were brought up, such as the the overcrowding, like four four residents to one to one room, things like that?
3: Yeah, I, I know that uh, she wasn't very happy about being one of the four in one uh, four residents in one room. Um, I I know that uh, you know sometimes uh, staff was a little bit overworked um, visits. It tended to be a little bit longer than the half hour that we were supposed to have. And that's because, you know, there's there's some understaffing there. There was some, uh, you know, a little bit of confusion there as to who was out there when Uh, you had to book appointments quite a few days in advance to actually see them. And yeah, we were, we were aware of some of the things that had happened, but, uh, you know, to see it in the report as we did, you know, it, it wasn't surprising, but it was still incredibly disappointing. And you know, there's dozens of, of families like ours that are you know still searching for answers as to how this was allowed to happen.
2: Were you worried at all about your mother's condition leading up to the outbreak?
3: Oh, for sure. You know, she was, uh, she had leukemia and she had some severe mobility issues, so she was, uh basically bedridden for most of the last year of her life and when you have leukemia when you have a a cancer like that uh, any infection that you get can uh, can really put can really put you uh, in a very difficult situation she's fought through the flu a couple of times and when the outbreak started happening uh, when we first got word that there were some uh, covid positive patients at uh, the care home uh, it was uh, you know it was very troubling and to have to go through that was uh it, it had to have been painful and worrying for her in her shoes, and and there we are, you know, helplessly watching. For for me, obviously, uh, like fifty miles away, and for Dad, um, you know, being in the same city but unable to really do much of anything to, to be able to help in that situation.
2: Of course, and so the the ombudsman's report shows that the Ministry of Health, the SHA, and extended care were all aware of the overcrowding for over a decade now it also says that the masking procedures were found to be lacking or simply not followed staff would move between infected and non-infected wings of the facility Uh, what part of the report strikes you the most
3: it was just the way that it was kind of taken not as seriously by some senior officials um when you've got personal protective equipment uh, being just like a little like a mask and a paper bag that you have you know you have to wear the mask for the entire day and you put it in the paper bag when you're eating or when you're on your break or whatever you know that to me just didn't seem like a very wise plan if you're trying to stem a pandemic and when things got worse it was you know too late by the time the province had stepped in to take over to have 194 residents uh, ended up getting COVID and it wasn't until that point until the province actually took over. It just strikes me that almost everything they did was not with uh, safety in mind. It wasn't just my mother that had uh, some, you know, some concerns with that. Uh, there's a lot of residents in there that are, you know, in their seventies or eighties or what have you that had uh, some it was very difficult to sort of read it all on paper. To you know, have the anecdotes that you're hearing from other families come out, and it's it's again, like I said, it's it's not surprising, but it's it's incredibly disappointing to to be able to to read that, and know that that's what's happened to so many people.
2: Do you wish that the SHA had attempted earlier on to ensure accountability and compliance with health measures in in more of a hands-on way?
3: Well, you would have hoped so. You'd have hoped also that uh, the care home itself would have been able to realize what was going on um one of the other things that i noticed was that um for the visitor's log you didn't really um it wasn't kept after 30 days and which is just i i don't know like that's that just seemed to be kind of a recipe for disaster to have that yeah it, it there's a lot of things that were incredibly disappointing about it you know to have kind of a half-hearted apology later on you know close to you know gosh this is like eight months after she's passed uh just i don't know it, it just feels a little bit wrong to to have to do this again
2: yeah what do you think of the the ombudsman's recommendations is is an, a written apology and and a few administrative changes enough does that go far enough
3: well i mean she's she was only able to do so much with this right um she was only uh able to look at the facts and and to, Decide from there what was going on um, with the Delta variant that's been coming up. We'll see, like if it is going to be as bad as it was back in December and November of last year. Uh, if it isn't, and I hope it isn't, then the measures that they're adding have, uh, you know, have worked. You know, that's the only way that we can really tell if they're actually working because, you know, we don't want, as as a family member of somebody who's uh, died in this situation, we we don't want anybody else to have to go through what we went through. And I think ultimately that's what you want. Now the care home themselves, uh, you know, I guess they'll have to answer to, uh, to a lot of things. But yeah, um, she was the, the the ombudsman was was limited in what she could do, unfortunately. But uh, the report itself, I think, was very thorough in what it presented.
2: You mentioned earlier the process of, of families searching for answers and, and moving through this and, and, uh, and coming to terms with this. What has that process been like for you and your family?
3: It's, it's not easy, you know, uh, because it is a pandemic. Uh, and mom had some family from basically all over Canada, you know, Saskatchewan, Alberta, uh, Ontario. We weren't really able to have any kind of uh, closure in regards to any kind of funeral service. So we were able to do that uh, via Zoom again back uh, on her what would, would have been her birthday in July. And that did provide a little bit of closure, but I mean, it's uncharted territory for a lot of us, you know, I've never lost a parent before. Uh, and it's, it, that in itself is difficult. It's difficult to lose a parent in a pandemic uh, where, you know, they were kind of laying helplessly as things transpired around them to, to cause them to, to have, you know, a painful end to their life and as well um, you've got other people that are you know not sure that it is a pandemic that it's uh, it, it's so it, it's a lot to have to deal with at once and I, I like i said i wouldn't want anybody else to have to deal with this
2: cory thanks so much for your time today is there anything we might have missed that you'd like to add
3: yeah I, again i just to to stress i guess that the ombudsman's report i, I thought it was uh, it's a difficult read but it's necessary i think in order to hope against hope that something like this will never happen again, because this is just, it's just one nightmare after another um, to have to relive this kind of thing and uh, to, you know, to live through it for the first time. So uh, again, um, you know, I, I'd like to, if I could, to thank her, because I, I I know that the ombudsman called me, I think it was in March. And uh it's, it's nice to know that uh, she was as thorough as she was in the reports and that everything is out there now for people to look at and hopefully learn something from it so that something like this can never happen again.
1: That's Moose Jaw's Corey Atkinson, who lost his mother in that COVID-19 outbreak at the Parkside Extended Care. That story is on discovermoosejaw.com today. The SHA has been appointed administrator over all five extended care long-term care facilities in Saskatchewan for a period of 30 days, so that it would include Moose Jaw. At the end of 30 days, the SHA will submit a report to the Ministry of Health regarding compliance with the Ombudsman's recommendations and the care requirements as stipulated under the program guidelines for special care homes. That report will be used to evaluate the SHA's agreement with extended care as a long-term care service provider in Saskatchewan. The Ministry of Health will support the SHA to implement the recommendations, review, and report on the progress. For example, the practice of three and four bedrooms was discontinued uh, throughout the province as of March 31st. So uh, work had already been underway. We'll take a time out. We'll be back. And uh, a happier story. Our partner profile is next. We'll take a trip down to the newly named Constable Automotive. Heartland at Noon on CHAB.
0: The greatest rock, pop, and soul tunes of the 70s and 80s. It's Dick Bartley's Classic Hits. The songs you remember. Surrounded by headlines, personalities, interviews, TV trivia, pop culture, and more. Saturdays at 8 and Sundays at noon. Dick Bartley's Classic Hits. Brought to you by Primary Eye Care Center and Hoya Lenses. Moose Jaw Funeral Home. The Livestock Auction. Saskatchewan Wildlife Federation. And the greatest hits of all time. 800-CHAB. Attention, malt, barley growers. Curry Malton Bigger is offering competitive bids on 2021 Copeland Metcalf Synergy Connect Fraser and Beau varieties. Bids are at a five year high for harvest bids, starting at $6 per bushel in select delivery periods. That's $6 per bushel. Harvest pricing for malt, barley into Bigger Saskatchewan. Contact Prairie Malt today for details and pricing. 1306 948 3500. That's 1306 948 3500. Call today. Ah, the aroma of freshly cured meats, the delightful displays of hand-cut steaks and roasts, links of locally made sausage, irresistible beef jerky, unforgettable. Adam and the boys at Fellinger & Son Meats have been preparing meats the same way from the same location for nearly five decades. Step into their store and step back in time to a time and place where quality, freshness and neighborly service are time-honored traditions. Fellinger & Son Meats, Moose Jaw's family butcher for over 40 years.
4: This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB.
1: It's the 800 CHAB Discover Moose Jaw Partner Profile. I'm Rob Carney. Profiling? constable automotive today and it's a pleasure to welcome to the program scott constable who has just recently taken over the family business third generation correct
9: that's correct
1: wow how long have you been at the helm
9: it'll be six years in november wow yeah
1: okay how's it been going
9: it's been going better than expected actually yeah especially with covid and everything else
1: Uh yeah yeah. You know, uh, I know it's going well because when I pulled in the parking lot, I thought, <laughs> I'm not sure where to park. The parking lot is loaded with vehicles that are coming in and out, uh, getting service here. Yeah.
9: Yeah. We are usually booked up, you know, a week or 10 days out. So we got we got lots going on all the time. Good reputation, right? Yep. yeah, That's good work and good reputation. That's what we kind of pride ourselves on.
1: Take us back to the beginning. Tell us a little bit about the history.
9: Well, uh... Started with my grandpa, he came from England, and uh, in the f- early 40s he came here, started a business, and uh, kind of worked his life here. And then my dad and his two brothers took over from my grandpa. They ran a business again for another 30 years, and then I took over, uh, I guess, six years ago.
1: And you still got some of the second generation working for you, right?
9: We do, yeah. yeah they're not allowed to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we got 2 of the 3, my my dad and my one uncle still left working here for us, so which was we're really fortunate to have them here.
1: Yeah. Right now. How many mechanics you got on staff? 4 of us. Wow.
9: Yeah.
1: Including you, right? Yeah. So yep. you're a, you're a hands-on owner operator.
9: That's right. Yeah, you got to do a little bit of everything. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's
1: located at the corner of uh, First Avenue Northeast and Manitoba Street forever, right?
9: Yep, since the beginning, yep. Yeah. Same location. Grandpa had a one bay one-bay shop and in I think it was in 77 dad and the brothers built this three-bay shop here okay. so
1: gotcha um I love this desk it's uh, got to be a hundred years old and it was your grandpa's desk
9: yeah um it's actually doesn't really work for what I needed to do but it's a staple of the family so let's stand. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I absolutely love it. Uh, Definitely an antique uh, and and goes back to your grandpa's days. Very cool. Um, Tell us about Constable Service and all the services you offer.
9: Well, that's pretty easy. We do everything. Um, And that's kind of how I like it to be. Um, Kind of prior to the years of me coming by, we didn't really do everything. And you'd have to send people away to other places to get certain things done. Um, so since I've taken over, I've kind of tried to spread it out so we can do absolutely everything. You don't have to go anywhere else. So as far as alignments, tires, major repairs, anything, we can handle it. So,
1: yeah. No, Scott, I, I made the mistake. I said constable service. That's an old habit. It's now constable automotive. Tell me, uh, that's that's part of uh, of you taking over uh, the new name.
9: Yeah. So that was just a transition, more or less, a legal thing um, when I took over you weren't allowed to take over the same company name. So uh, Constable Automotive was just kind of natural for me to
1: pick, and yeah, it works good. And we talked about your grandpa's antique desk here. Uh, that said, you've done a lot of renovations just recently.
9: Yeah, with, well, since, like I say, in the last six years, we renovated the front office, the waiting area, um, painted the building. Um, you know, there's equipment upon equipment that you have to keep up to date all the time so there's always things we're buying and trying to keep up with things and you know trying to keep things modern as much as you can
1: we'll be back with more of our partner profile with scott constable at constable automon of next heartland at new chab
0: 800 chab connecting the community
10: Hi, this is Shelley Howe, Recreation Services Supervisor. The City of Jaw is pleased to announce that registration for the 2021 Fall Fitness Classes, Learn to Swim, and Community Recreation programs will begin August 24th. You can register online at moosejaw.ca, on the free City app, or in person at a City Rec facility. We're seeking additional program leaders. If you're a community-minded person with a passion to share your talents in fitness, crafts, cooking, or other skills, we'd like to connect with you. Submit your proposal and any applicable qualifications to Recreation at Mushja.
0: Connecting the community. Brought to you by Moose Jaw Truck Shop, your number one diesel truck repair experts. Visit Moose Jaw Truck Shop on Facebook for more information. Beachcomber Hot Tubs, 270 Caribou Street West in Moose Jaw. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. Discover Moose Jaw weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com.
5: Environment Canada has issued a special air quality statement for Moose Jaw and the surrounding area. Smoke from forest fires in B.C. and the prairies continue to give poor air quality at times to portions of Saskatchewan. More smoke and haze originating from the B.C. wildfires will begin to move into the area beginning tonight and through Saturday. Today, mainly cloudy with the risk of a thunderstorm, a high of 28. Partly cloudy tonight with the risk of a thunderstorm this evening and overnight, hazy at a low of 15. Saturday, mix of sun and cloud, the risk of a thunderstorm in the afternoon, widespread smoke and a high of 30. Sunday, mix of sun and cloud with a chance of showers, a high of 26. Monday, cloudy with a chance of showers and a high of 23. And finally, Tuesday, a mix of sun and cloud and a high of 27. Tourism Musha is celebrating the gold medal win of Andre de Grasse at the Tokyo Olympics. De Grasse stopped in Musha a few years ago and signed a Musha bunny hug, and Tourism Musha is now giving away that bunny hug. You can find details on how to enter the contest on the Tourism Musha's Facebook page. For all your news and weather anytime, click on DiscardMusha.com or the Musha Live app. I'm Sean Slatt. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding and success to
1: our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Scott Constable is our guest on the 800 CHAB Discover Moose Jaw Partner Profile, the owner-operator at The newly renamed Constable Automotive at the corner of uh, Manitoba Street and 1st Avenue Northeast, right in the heart of downtown Moose Jaw, where there's always lots of traffic and, uh, like I said, always lots of vehicles in the parking lot coming in and out of the garage. Um, Let's talk about uh, the evolution of uh, automotive repair. I mean, when your grandpa started this business in the 40s, everything was pretty basic. There's nothing basic anymore.
9: No, back in those days, even when I was a kid, I remember... We used to be able to stock oil filters and air filters for basically any vehicle on the road and you only needed like ten numbers of each now it 's almost impossible to keep inventory, even anything tires filters um, so that is there's so many different makes models um, and you just you can 't keep up that stuff so service information we have to keep up with all that kind of stuff too and it's a it's it's a lot to wrap your head around some days one day you're working on a volkswagen the next hour you're working on a ford and then you're back to a dodge like it's we're any make any model so um yeah there's it 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 keeps you it keeps you on your toes
1: what about hybrids
9: are you working on those they're a thing coming uh, and we will work on them um, majority of that stuff's still under warranty, so we don't see much of anything that comes under warranty so usually you're five six years for your warranty to run out, and then we'll start seeing it after that so it'll be anytime soon we've taken a few uh, courses we're always taking courses to keep up with things and uh, when when they come in we'll be ready for them um, other than the motor i mean there's there's still there's still tires there's still brakes there's still wear items that stuff's going to wear out that we're going to have to change so mm-hmm. um yeah it'll be it's i had a guy explain it to me it's, it's kind of like this back in the 80s when we went from carburetors to fuel injection everybody thought oh my lord we're not going to be able to work on these things and we were just fine and it's going to be the same way with hybrids it's just going to be a learning curve and we're all going to get used to it
1: yeah and it'll never end
9: exactly right yeah you're right
1: (laughs) hey Scott what sets a Constable Automotive apart from the other shops around town
9: I don't really know to be honest with you I only kind of worry about what we're doing Um, I mean you you do a good job you look after your customers you do it for a fair price Um, and you do quality work I mean that's you do those three things and you're going to keep your customers happy and they're going to keep coming back. Um, I mean, for me, like for my vision of the business is be able to do anything for your customers to walk in the door. You don't want to have to turn them away, send them somewhere else. Um, and you want to be able to do it right and you want to be able to do it for a fair
1: price. And you have to because it's a competitive industry, even right here in Moose Jaw, right?
9: It is, yeah. There's lots of, there's lots of shops and dealerships and... Uh, um, yeah, everybody's looking for looking for work to do. So you got to keep your keep your clientele happy. That's for sure.
1: Let's talk about Scott Constable when he's not at Constable Automotive. Uh, what are you keeping busy at?
9: Uh, kids' sports. Uh, help coach whatever whatever they play. Basically, they're into they were into baseball this year and some hockey. And uh, previous years have been soccer and pretty much any sport there is. They're at least trying it out or being involved in it. So we got three small kids, and uh, that keeps us busy every night and every weekend, that's Um, for sure.
1: Names, I want names. Wife, kids.
9: Yeah, so my wife's Kayla, um, and my oldest is Emmett. He's nine. We have a middle daughter, Ellie, who's seven, and she just lost a tooth last night. Tooth fairy came, and uh, our littlest is Penelope, and she's five.
1: How much is the tooth fairy paying these days?
9: <laughs> a lot more than it did when I was little.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Constable from Constable Automotive in downtown Moose Jaw. Anything else you'd like to add before I let you go, sir? If
9: you have any questions, any car trouble, anything like that, don't hesitate to phone us. or We have a great website, too. You guys can come uh, check that out, constableautomotive.ca. And uh, yeah, either give us a call or give us an email, and we'll try and help you out
1: any way we can constableautomotive.ca or the phone number
9: six
1: nine two five seven one seven phone's ringing right on cue perfect (laughs) scott thanks for this thanks for being a part of the uh, partner profile on chab and discover moose town we wish you nothing but the best thanks for having me
3: that (laughs) was (laughs) perfect
1: we didn't even plan that (laughs) in business for 74 years that doesn't just happen right Constable Automotive, downtown Moose Jaw. Same location since 1947. Fabulous. You can see this story and a photo of Scott in the shop on the CHAB page on discovermoosejaw.com. We got a link to it as well on the CHAB Facebook page today. Hey, live music returns to Bobby's Place this weekend. I've got that story and more to come.
8: On the heartland at noon.
0: k Plus S-Pot Ash Homestand 21 comes to Roswell's Park and Moose Jaw,
8: Saturday, August 28th. A one-day festival featuring Nice Horse, JJ Shiplett, Casey and Clayton, Dustin Bental, plus headliner Barney Bental and the Caribou Express. Proceeds will support Prairie South School Division, Youth Mental Health Initiatives, and Roswell's Park Beautification. Tickets on sale now. Get your festival pass at sastix.ca or in person at the May Wilson Box Office.
0: From River Street Promotions, it's S Potash Homestand 21, proudly supported by Golden
3: West.
8: This
1: is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. You know, I've got time for this. Uh, you just heard that commercial, River Street Promotions, Homestand 21, Ross Wells Park. It's going to be great. I'm going to be there Saturday, August the 28th. I hope to see you there. Uh, River Street Promotions, uh, James Murdoch, Jared Matheson, Shay Jamison, Andy Hamilton, These guys are all high-profile young fellas here in Moose Jaw who make things happen, and uh, they're not making money on this. They're uh, making sure they get the musicians paid that they're bringing in. And then whatever's left gets donated uh, to Roswell's Park Beautification and to mental health initiatives in the Prairie South School Division. And as you heard, they're bringing in Casey and Clayton and Nice Horse and J.J. Shiplett, Dustin Bentall, Barney Bentall, and the Caribou Express. And tickets are on sale now at moosejawculture.ca. Nice Horse, uh, this is a band of girls. uh, their, Their star is on the rise. Trust me, okay? They're really good, and I can play you a song. Uh, this is a little piece of the the music that you'll you'll hear at Roswell's Park. This is a Nice Horse and a song called High School. Wells Park Saturday, a oh, late afternoon, it starts, goes into the evening. Saturday, August 28th, you can get tickets right now online at moosejawculture.ca. It will be a celebration. And uh, speaking of celebrations, uh, there's a little celebration going on at Bobby's Place tomorrow night. If you'll remember, several months ago now, we had Bobby's Place, Kevin and Monica, on the partner profile on 800-CHAB. And Kevin talked about how much he was looking forward to bringing live music back to Bobby's Place. Well, this Saturday, live music is back at Bobby's Place with the Romantics. There is no cover charge. I'll bet they'll do this one for us. Three, one,
10: Splish Splash, I was taking a bath on a Saturday night Rubbered up, just relaxing in the tub Thinking everything was alright Well, I just out of the tub Put my feet on the floor Right down around me, then I opened up the door Well, a Splish Splash, I jumped out I saw the whole gang Dancing on my living room Flip flop, they was doing the flop All the teens had the dancing bug. Oh, There was a lot of pop And a, a Pegasus Good God, I miss them all it was
0: Call JGL, 306-624-2378. Hi, Matt here from JGL Commodities. Farmers, Western Canadian drought has created some of the best market prices ever for your crops. JGL's strong market access, including premium domestic and export durham mills, ensure that all your grain sales opportunities are presented to you. When you deal with JGL, you're dealing with a company that has been operating in Saskatchewan for over 40 years. JGL Commodities, your trusted partner at the farm gate.
10: What will the weather be like tomorrow?
6: Go to discovermoosejaw.com.
10: How can I enter to win amazing prizes?
6: Go to discovermoosejaw.com.
10: What about buying or selling items?
6: Go to discovermoosejaw.com. Find everything happening in Moose Jaw right at your fingertips. Just
5: go to discovermoosejaw.com.
0: The Moose Jaw Cultural Center is proud to present Stronger Together, an initiative to raise awareness and support for mental health and homelessness in Moose Jaw. You can see Stronger Together in the Mosaic Art Gallery at the Moose Jaw Cultural Center until August 31st. This amazing display features metal sculpture works by Bill and Lorette Keene, and all proceeds from this show will be donated to the community nonprofit organization, Square One. See Stronger Together at the Mosaic Art Gallery in the Moose Jaw Cultural Center today, 217 Main Street North, or learn more at moosejawculture.ca.
1: Time for Facebook Friday. Here's one from a most active Facebooker who says, To those who watch my life and gossip about it, don't give up. Season 2 is coming. This local mom shares, Today my daughter called me birth person. I replied, Yes, financial drain. Here's a pet owner who says, The 5 second rule for food dropped on the floor doesn't work if you have a 2 second dog. On a related note, this single woman I know says, One day you'll find someone that is obsessed with you. It's probably going to be a dog, but it is what it is. This funny guy says, Waking up is never easy for me, but I just have to remember the world cannot revolve around me unless I get out of bed. Here's a friend who says, Once you realize you don't need a special occasion to buy a cake, the second part of your life begins. And one more many of us can relate to, Apparently, you can't use beef stew as a password. It's not stroganoff. I'm Rob Kearney.